And we're live. And we're live. I'm Hi, Sean. I'm Liam. Oh, fuck, oh, we did that at the same it. time. Damn it. Yeah. You need to be more in sync. Yeah, okay, you go. I think it's too late now. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm Sean. That's Liam. Uh, probably not going to do the whole cringy millennials in tech, but there are two of us, and we are millennials in tech. Yeah, we are both yeah. millennials. We do both work in tech, uh, technically. Um, <laughs> so someone actually, like, someone was listening, like, was messaging me saying, like, oh, I was listening to one of your recent episodes. It's actually, like, pretty good. Which one are you? So, like, I think introducing ourselves actually is, like, a valid thing that we kind of overlooked for, like, the first 10. I just assumed absolutely no one would listen to this, aside from the people who would know who is speaking um so growing pains i guess things getting pretty serious <laughs> oh my god you went there huh growing pains the most overused this, this... corporate startup not even corporate startup bs for like we're fuck like shit's just going everywhere and we're fail, fail fast <laughs> fail fast um yeah we either win or we learn we could someone actually whole... said that to you before yeah yeah we could do a whole episode on like startup we actually should on like startup cliches yeah that would be a good one uh yeah <clears throat> my voice just broke yeah um that would be a good one um yeah yeah what's uh what's good with you not much not much just uh you know living living the good life getting a little bit sunnier here in toronto living the dream um, you best believe it what yeah. about you uh yeah also living the dream mostly based on the weather it was like 10 degrees so when i was running makes all the difference in your mood doesn't it yeah no yeah that's why living in ireland sucks yeah because <laughs> it's raining all the time yeah although it's predictable i guess in one one sense yeah well that is the thing like when it's sunny in ireland uh it's just unbelievable like it'd literally be like 10 degrees lads would be like out wearing like no t-shirts no <laughs> just uh just scumbags um yeah but let's not let's not dwell on the past we don't live on that ancient back arse green rock anymore um yeah so a couple couple cool things to talk about today um it seems like actually like most of the news we find it is usually somewhat related to something before so like we have a couple of topics related to SPACs uh, a couple of things related to uh, streaming we seem to have covered like streaming Netflix shit like that a couple of times Um, you have some shit about Subway and a robot uh, lawnmower (laughs) Um, the robots are taking over for sure uh like i'm pretty still pretty jazzed about my robot vacuum cleaner but it's just like robot for any sort of household chore task whatever yeah and we also got to mention about gamestop too how it's oh just yeah you come were saying full circle it's almost but, back as high as it was i don't know a couple of weeks back um and it's hard to tell why i, I don't know i can't really find too much at least from my preliminary research but it's coming back i guess our uh, our guy 
whatever rainbow kitten or whatever his name deep fucking value no a different guy but anyway he was the guy who had that youtube channel that i showed you um, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was like backing it from like ages ago like from from nearly like last year 2019 and he was like i'm still i'm still bullish on it um yeah you know i saw um he said something on like the news or something the guy you're talking about like he was like called in to like court by the sec all this sort of stuff and like there's this like meme thing where he's like i just like the stock have you seen that yeah so like i saw a picture on instagram like yesterday or the day before and it was a car bumper sticker that said like <laughs> i just like the stock and there was like a car like parked outside gamestop or something i just thought it was like so funny <laughs> yeah uh, just the whole internet of trolls out there trolls that are now retail investors it's a it's a very very interesting funny mix um but yeah you're right not to dwell too much on things but let's kick it off with the the spac of the week so spac uh, of the week dun, 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 dun. yeah i would love to record some like shitty intro music for each section and literally be like spac of the week like we should get some idiot on fiverr to do it or something <laughs> I, I, I was gonna i was gonna say any of our uh, kind listeners that you know want to support the pod and <laughs> you know are good at this kind of stuff because we're clearly not yeah let us know yeah, well, yeah I mean, we, we need like a, yeah we need like an editor or like someone to add like music or special effects <laughs> or just well, I, can't, I, can't, I can't put the two files together let alone do anything else <laughs> no i think it could be funny to just oh we could pay like you know cameo mm, yeah you can get bruce buffer for like 200 dollars. we go let's go ready for a spark of the week <laughs> Oh, no, do you think it's just a canned? So is it a canned no, version? No, it's not because like, like you tell you send them a script. Yeah. Or, like we were actually like looking at it at, at like work to get like a cameo for something else. But like man, yeah, like some of the, the people... only ones, man. I know other no. people have done them before. It's a uh, cameo is interesting, dude. Although a lot of them are uh, like we don't have something that we're gonna talk about on cameo, but like while we're on the topic, like Floyd Mayweather is on it. <laughs> so it's like dead mouse like there's some big people like way bigger than you would think um yeah like, alessandra used it for for her work they had some yeah. some person on and it was so funny um yeah it's like it's it's so interesting but you, you kind of question like what are these people doing normally that they have time to just record clips but because it has like, their face in tony it too hawk you know on, why is tony hawk on here like you would think it's literally just like loser celebrities, but like, I mean, okay, like there is some loser celebrities on here, like, uh, Carrot Top, like, he's definitely, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the guy. He's a comedian, or like, um, <laughs> I don't know, reality TV stars, like I've, I haven't, or Carol Baskin for three hundred dollars. Like, it would be funny to pace. Oh, Ric Flair. Dude, he's worth every cent. You know, like Nature Boy. Woo! Whatever the fuck he does. Um, but yeah, Lily Allen. She's pretty Shout hot. Shout out. It's Shout funny out how they're her, all you know. the same price. They're all like between 100 and 300 Do you not think someone would just come in at $1,000? Yeah, our boy, like Floyd Money Mayweather is oh, 9 dollars Yeah. He's like the only one that's 9 dollars Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. 
um yeah i think that's such an interesting business to be in but um especially when you're doing like sales and you're trying to get yeah. sales um having a cameo from like a celebrity or something for an account that you're trying to crack golden absolutely yeah. golden um but yeah okay we derailed that a little bit so yeah yeah back to the spack of the week dun 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 back to the spack um yeah so what did you say before this actually a spack armageddon spack again or something because <laughs> there's just gonna be again. so many yeah spack to spack there's definitely something catchy in there um but yeah so the the spack of the week this week is uh it's basically like the uber of uh southeast asia uh it's called grab and it's a soft back backed company or a soft bank, Jesus, too many acts in this kind of <laughs> this thing. But um, yeah, so like I think the whole value add here about um, about doing a SPAC is that this allows them to quickly break into the US um, and get like a US listing via SPAC. Um, so like that's pretty much it. I mean, there's not a whole lot of extra detail. It seems like these are... Uh, grab whatever it's called grab holdings it's a huge company already it's uh they've raised like 989 million dollars and commands a market value of 117 billion dollars really yeah that's insane yeah i guess it's just like the uber of that part of the world Um, yeah well i guess all those businesses are just like scale right so like yeah they definitely do have the uh they definitely do have the scale over there it's interesting in this article here that i have from where i found it um they're talking about how there was another indonesian equivalent that tried to do this with a merger and it failed so that's uh that's interesting um that's the spack of the week uh grab holdings from backed by softbank and while we're on the topic of SPAC of the week, um, we saw a tweet in kind of the like little prelude to this. Me and Sean talked for five, 10 minutes before we hop on and record. But uh, BuzzFeed, the kind of popular news, I guess, aggregator. Uh, Just media, I guess, right? Media. Yeah, company, like media yeah. company. BuzzFeed is in talks to go uh, public via SPAC. Um, and they're going to name their SPAC after the mansion in the Avengers for for some reason um not really sure what that's in reference to but i just remember buzzfeed for all of the remember when those like vertically shot cooking videos got really popular like cooking recipes on facebook mm. i i remember when like people used to browse the facebook news feed like many eons ago i remember the buzzfeed cooking videos would be fucking everywhere they're pretty cool actually yeah that was nearly like the first time people uh, started like doing real like food porn kind of stuff you know like recording their making their dish from scratch like following a dish like a recipe from like a a website honestly man there's like so much money in people that are uh, using those sites to like you know walk through whatever the recipe because like there's so much monetization on the site that it's literally like you're like you know trying to stream a ufc fight you're just like clicking xxx everywhere um so they're such an interesting, yeah, they're like 
that kind of whole world of like monetizing off your content or off your audience is so interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Buzzfeed though, kind of out of left field, you know, haven't, haven't heard from them in a while. The Avengers thing is really strange as well. Yeah. I, don't know. I wonder what Buzzfeed is, is saying these days. Um, let's see how many page views it gets per month. Cause like, honestly, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I've, intentionally looked at a buzzfeed anything i used to just see them on facebook when i used to like use facebook but now i don't uh 128 back in the good old days i guess per month wow that's still a lot of visits 120 million per month yeah it's definitely no small numbers <laughs> 214th most trafficked website in the united states and the 375th most trafficked website in the world apparently what's number one in the u.s uh google, google. Sure. yeah, yeah. Interesting. google or uh i don't know what's the website for our podcast uh yep two millennials in tech with a two That's, i mean it's either google com. or that yeah if i had to put my money on it i'd say it's probably the latter just out of uh pure confidence and yeah probably in- google inside. they've just been doing it longer yeah yeah soon, soon. Um, that's right yeah so i don't know so that's pretty much for spack of the week uh buzzfeed and the uber of southeast asia so shout out to spack oh yeah last thing we're going to talk about i see you just highlighted over the link here um spack track <laughs> yeah it's a funny way to like realize that we didn't cover something i just clicked on it to see what the link was but i guess in the doc you could see it was highlighted yeah um so let me yeah, this was, backtrack yeah. for a second backtrack into the about... track <laughs> we're getting better at this um yeah so backtracking into this backtrack <laughs> uh <laughs> backtrack is this like actually a good segue from the buzzfeed thing Spacktrack is actually a media website that seems to be kind of uh aggregating and you know curating all of the all of the SPACs that are happening in the world that's actually where I got the uh where I got the news for for today's episode today's SPAC of the week and if any of the listeners want to go check it out the domain is a spactrack.net and has a list of all active SPACs uh currently in in operation it's just a big massive spreadsheet and could actually use some uh i might scrape this later um (laughs) but uh yeah it's just like a big uh news aggregation website for for spac news and all of the spacs that have happened so far and it's getting a ton of traffic (laughs) yeah it's getting like one one nothing to like yeah to a lot yeah like three months ago i was getting like 20 visits per month now or 20k visits per month now it's getting a million so i don't know that's kind of like bitcoin levels of growth but uh yeah i kind of want to like try like do a spac that's related to like nft tokens for like electric vehicles made by gamestop or something i mean that's pretty (laughs) 2021 meta but um yeah yeah spacs are still cool um any, anything to add on that or when do you think the SPAC fatigue will will come into play or do you think it'll just be like a new 
it'll just be the thing that people IPO through moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's probably not going to go anywhere for quite a while. And I think the reason that they got popular was that you can just do it a lot quicker and without as much hassle as a, a typical IPO. So there's like just quite a lot of advantages. And now, now there's just like hype around them as well. So I think there is like some legitimate reasons why people choose it over other uh, ways of going public. But I think like it's just easy compared to a normal IPO. So I'm, I'm foreseeing SPACs to keep, keep growing and to outpace yeah. IPOs in 2021. Oh, that's a big statement. I guess it already has kind of outpaced it a little bit in some regards. Yeah, I think they actually like outpaced them last year, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong on that. Nice. Um, yes, sir. So let's do this. Let's uh, come back to the Disney Plus Netflix in a sec. And let's talk about this lunch club. Uh, I think it was .ai originally. Then I got changed to .com. Classic. Um, it's the actual lunch club itself is hyperlinked. I realized that you were trying to trying to hop in. Um, I but said hop I, in. <laughs> that was like one of the first episodes, wasn't it? Yeah, it's just a classic. If not the first reference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is pretty cool. Uh, I used it last week. Um, context and what it is is just a matchmaking kind of tech for professionals you input your interests you know what you care about blah 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 and then it just matches you up with people you give one time per week or however aggressive or passive you want to be and you just chat with people and i thought it was so cool um so i did a bit of research into it uh andreessen horowitz were like an early backer of them like three years ago they really sold the whole invite only exclusivity even before like you know I guess Clubhouse kind of were being seen as doing it. Not that they invented exclusivity at all, but uh, maybe more of a notable. Um, and then I saw that they were valued at like a hundred million. So I just think it's firstly, I like what it is. It's really cool, especially in like a COVID world or just generally virtual world. Um, I don't know if it's like a great or a weird thing, but it's also kind of nice just to chat with people who've got similar interests that you don't know and it's like completely like random um but then i'm also worried we talked about it before about the whole world that just goes completely virtual and we never meet people in person again i mean i'm not on that side of the fence by any stretch you imagine but something like this would make you think a little bit about it um yeah i think i told you a few weeks ago that or maybe last week that i did it um are you interested in, in that kind of like thing, like just networking or using tech to like network in that regard? Or are you even a big networking guy actually? Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like if I, uh, if I find people that I have mutual interest with um, and it seems kind of organic, I do like networking that way. I've networked with a few people who are also into like, uh, like growth hacky related shit like no code web scraping like stuff like that um some sales i've taken a few like people reach out to you on linkedin like oh we'd love to 
hop on a call and like actual like no no pitch just actual networking i've done that a few times uh i like the idea of having like a centralized way to do it like a platform like lunchclub.ai or whatever it is um it's a good idea it's not something i don't think i don't think i would use it personally but um i mean i do participate a little bit in facebook groups uh, that are like professionally focused we talked about that before um so i guess like a little bit but not really not as aggressive as me i guess <laughs> no i mean you're pretty uh, an aggressive networker you get a buzz yeah. off it yeah um i think honestly like my favorite thing to ask people is like what they're working on or what's getting them as cliche as it is excited what like, keeps you up all... at night well i think that wouldn't be excitement that would be more you know fear and anxiety but yeah. you can on you can honestly like I don't know. You just got like such a fruitful conversation with someone. They're like, Oh, I'm trying to solve this problem. And you're like, Oh, that's easy. I've done that before. And then they're like, what? You can use that. You, you've got that there. Like what? You know, yeah. um, that's the part I like the most. And then, you know, obviously it helps when you know certain people, you know, it's like, what's the way of saying it? Your, your net worth is your network or something real like cringy like that. So, yeah. Yeah. But I do agree with you, though, a lot on the organic front. It does need to kind of like come out. Like I've had a couple of them that haven't been like that. Just kind of like, you know, you don't get chemistry. You don't get the same kind of you guys aren't talking yeah. about too much, really. Like you just don't find them that attractive. or Yeah. Yeah. Basically that, too. Um, I'm just actually rereading this CNBC article and I guess I missed it. But they talked about Forte. Uh which is kind of strange like Fortet's like me and you're like one of our favorite producers and DJs I'd say maybe more on the production side some of the sets are good but they were talking about some guys who met each other and he was like an influence in Fortet's career I was like what <laughs> so you just never know I guess with these these sort of things but I'm 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 down for it I like it um, yeah and is it free yeah this one's free yeah it's free um I think kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think others costs, but I haven't really come across one. And that's why I'm so interested about the valuation. It's like, all it does is link you to other people. Like how do they make money off it? You know, I don't know. Yeah. I guess Um, it's like, like think about, we talked about this before, but it's like VCs are investing in a pretty long-term vision. Like how, how, how is LinkedIn going to make money at the start? Like, you know, they build a network, they get a lot of users, yeah. start selling products, blah, 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 blah. They're literally building the network effect, I guess, I guess, you know, a hundred million for um, Andreessen Horowitz is just probably like a YOLO angel investment on something that sounds cool uh, and it's a good time to do it. Like they also invested in um, Clubhouse as well. So like. I guess they just see that the future is going to be a very work from home, remote work and people, it's definitely a demand for shit like this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's go back to the media sort of stuff. So you have in here, Disney plus and Netflix streaming wars follow up. Um, I guess firstly, have you watched, uh, what's it called? Wonder Woman or what? Wanda vision. 
Uh, I have not personally. Um, Nor have yo, I. Yo, just before we move on from that lunch club thing, sorry, but uh, I just like to give people context. Uh, I'm like looking everything up on SimilarWeb as we're going through. It has 650k monthly visits. It's pretty decent. Yeah, lunch club. This thing that we just talked about. Um, another thing. Uh, well, it is kind of like similar-ish, but a slightly different like focus or emphasis. This isn't like networking focused, but have you heard of this thing called Focus Mate? I'm gonna say it sounds familiar. If it's in if it's in light of this sort of stuff, but I I can't say I've used it or been on it. Yeah. So the idea is that like you sign up and you get matched with somebody else who like wants to have like an online, I guess like accountability type partner. Um, and you're both in a 50 minute Zoom session. Um, mm. and you both are meant to like work, but like you don't talk or anything. You just like I think you uh, you spend a little bit of time at the start being like, oh, like, what are you focused on in the next 50 minutes or some shit like that? And then because you have someone on the other end meant to hold you accountable, apparently it helps people be like productive and shit. Um, but I was just like talking to the founder uh, like a, a while back and it just kind of seeing this reminded me of it. And they have about 2 million monthly visitors. Um, they've been yeah, like our CNN, boy Taylor. Forbes. Yeah, our boy Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew um, I, I knew I recognized it. <clears throat> I think um, I think when I was working on my last job, I was trying to get a conversation going. I think without mm. the insight of like how many monthly visitors they have of like two million, like of course they did not need to do anything else to drive traffic. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I think it's like pretty small team, like pretty bootstrapped. And then it's just like one of those companies where like COVID happened and like it absolutely exploded just because of changing dynamics in the market it's interesting but it's just so weird like why <laughs> like imagine so you weird. were just like you were just working right now and i was just sitting here like looking into the screen or obviously i would be working too and you don't talk yeah i think both parties work i think you talk at the start and then you oh. talk at the end like all oh, like how was your session you tell each other what you're going to get done or like roughly yeah. high level what you're going to be working on um and i get uh, to me it's like i see the value but it's like if you don't have the self-discipline to just work on something for 50 minutes i feel like yeah i mean it can help you there but you probably have a bigger problem that you want to solve long term um but in, cool, in good light idea. of that though i know a fair amount of people who used to always go to the the library in college just to go and be around other people that were working yeah, it's the same just, thing, I guess. Yeah, it's literally the same. Well, I mean, not literally, but I think kind of on the same lines. Of same type of effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so when I think back to that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could see this being helpful for a lot of people. But you're right. If someone can concentrate on one project task or whatever for a specific time period, this might help them. But it also means that maybe they need to just like, <laughs> you know, work on that first. But I don't know. Things like this are always uh, interesting and cool. Um, yeah, it's a good little tool in the tool belt, I guess. I mean, I think you can get like three free sessions a week without signing up or anything. Like, you know, I'm, I was kind of saying like shitting on like people's discipline for using it a second ago, but also use a 
Brain FM. I think I talked about that before on this, but Brain FM is basically just like this $5 a month like subscription thing. And it's basically like music that helps you focus. It's very like lo-fi. It almost doesn't really sound like music or anything, but meant to be some mumbo jumbo science behind it that it like changes your brain waves, science, gamma. Well, I don't even know, but you think it um, works? Yeah, I've used it a couple of times and it it helps you get into flow very easily. I will say that like because sometimes and this is like funny, I'll like listen to like house music when I'm working and I'll get into the house music too much. And then I'll like start bopping and grooving. And it's like I'm not really like I'm focused more on the tunes than I'm focused on the work. But like with this type of music, it's like it's not like like you're not going to Shazam anything. It's like kind of sounds like weird. Like try it out and like see what you think. You get a couple of free listens on that as well. But like the increments that are there by standard, I think, are 30 minutes, an hour and two hours. And there's been quite a few times where I've done the two hour one and I've just like the time absolutely flies. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, going away from this um, remote working type tools and shit. Uh, back to the streaming wars um disney plus is the new new big boy on the block shitting on reed uh hastings stealing all his customers um <laughs> but uh yeah in in actuality what's happened is um so disney plus just reached uh, 100 million subscribers 16 months after they launched and it took netflix six years to do that which is pretty nuts when you think about it like six years is like 72 months what's uh 16 divided by 72 it's like or what am i doing other way around idiot uh four and a half so they got there four and a half times faster than netflix that's fucked yeah i think it's just like <clears throat> like what we said before about like building a network like walt disney just has such a huge following yeah yeah i mean that is a really good point it's like when disney launched something they're not starting from scratch whereas netflix yeah. when they were starting like they were kind of starting from ground zero you know um but it's still pretty insane um kind of crazy when you look at the the contrast between the two companies like just on the stock ticker like netflix is like 500 us a share and then mm. Walt Disney's only like just below 200. What's Disney's like, market cap and what's Netflix's? Uh, let's see. Yeah, Disney's got a <clears throat> 350 billion market cap and Netflix wow. is 223 billion. That's that's pretty. Yeah, that's a pretty sizable difference. Yeah. I mean, Disney's also like decades and decades longer in existence. I would yeah, say Netflix. have all the all the parks and shit, you know. Yeah, all yeah. The, Net- Netflix fucking... are kind of the pound for pound winner here, but yeah. Disney's the OG. Yeah, yeah, it's true, but yeah, they've made so many shapes into the, I guess, digital world, or like they really come like a long way. Like I remember I told you I read the Bob Iger's book, the, camera what it's called off the top of my head. Um, yeah how we got here or ride of a lifetime or yeah i think it's ride of a lifetime something real like cringy but 
Um, he talks about like all the strategic things that they did like during his uh, tenure and like really kind of like shot them out of the out of the gates. Mm. But yeah, yeah, I mean it's crazy how how fast though, right? Like what did you say? It's like four times faster. It's just nuts, you know. Mm. Um and they honestly it's just cuz all the sick original content that they have, like they speak about it and I think I've spoken about it here like the way they bought Marvel, the way they bought George Lucas films, that they have so much content just ready to be like made that's absolutely top class. So I'm pretty pumped. I never was really a Star Wars kind of person, like at all. But the Mandalorian was sick. It was so good. Yeah. Um like you would watch so. Mandalorian even if you're not a Star Wars person. It's like really standalone. It's a good show. Um yeah. I haven't watched anything else on it really though. Like I, I see this WandaVision thing. That's like Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I watched the Black Panther, I think it was called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was also another very interesting one. It was like, uh, you know, main uh, actors were all like people of color. So like mm. that was like a really big thing as well that that they had like, sort of started as an initiative as well um that they talk about too because like everyone else was just literally white you know for all of the literal movies so that was a good one though uh just like the actual the way it's all put together like the production value is so high like it's everything's like so yeah like especially mandalorian like i remember even thinking that that i was like wow this is like on the level of like a, a hbo series you know like super super well produced um and like this is why subscription products are so good i bought it and renewed my subscription when mandalorian came out and then watched it probably in the first month or no actually mandalorian this time they released them like week after week but like yeah it finished like a quite a while ago and i'm i still haven't got rid of my subscription because like honestly i just like forgot um yeah same I'm the exact yeah. same. I literally have still have mine. <laughs> uh, and I haven't watched anything since. Yeah, me neither. And like you always keep because you're just like, oh, whatever, it's ten dollars, who cares? But there's probably yeah. quite a few of those random ten dollar subscriptions I have that I just like don't use as much as I really should. I should do that someday, but at the same time, you know, the odd chance yeah. that like something new comes out and it's like uh uh just the stress of having to yeah go and, you know, and get rid of it and, blah, and then blah, blah. resubscribe yeah yeah that'd yeah. be that's the worst um but yeah let's so I, I put in this thing about qsrs which is just like quick serve restaurants just like any chain of fast food i've always been like really interested in firstly just like how to start up one because obviously most are kind of franchised out some you just like i don't know lease i guess and I don't know. I don't know how some of them work, but most of them are like franchised. Um, but I've always been so interested to like look at like the numbers behind it. And I think um, one of the newsletters I'm subscribed to, they had like this, uh, the hustle. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, they took this graph that I saw somewhere else um, and just like put the hustle down the bottom or well, it's yeah the bottom. yeah they're a good curator all their stuff is usually or a lot of their stuff is from other places but wow i'm looking yeah. at this graph and you like 
the thing is that Subway is among the cheapest franchises to open, but Chick-fil-A is cheaper. What the fuck? Yeah. What's the deal with Chick-fil-A? That's the thing. So I guess, firstly, I don't know if this is like as up to date as like the best thing. Maybe Chick-fil-A was only starting out. But when yeah. you just think about like, I've only had Chick-fil-A like once. And there was that it's one time. so much better it's than Subway. Fire. Um, um, so I, I've just kind of been interested in all of this. Because um, just like, I just really like, I like understand like the economics behind it all and like how it all works. Um, yeah. But like Subway was like so cheap. But they have like, I think there was another graph or somewhere else. Yeah, they have like, more locations and like any, like more locations than McDonald's, right? I think i remember yeah. hearing that before exactly subway is kind of shit though but they're fucking tanked like they're absolutely like like so like not in a good spot um and i think the main reason being this is kind of where i kind of get the most interested is like some guy in like miami or some state or some uh, some part of florida even um he was like let's do the five dollar sub and they just never changed like the price in like years yeah. and they've just been making this a loss on every single one that's been sold and i'm just like what didn't someone ever just shake them and be like why are you doing this this way you know it's almost yeah, just like yeah. there's a subway like literally everywhere they're never ever packed and i mean i only used to have them when i was in college because they were like cheap even though like eventually that was like a first year college thing then you got onto the boojums and whatever um yeah. Or when you get a bit sensible, you just bring your own lunch in. Um, but yeah, yeah, just crazy. Bring um, your own lunch in. <laughs> crazy. But then you look at this, like, what the hell is a Sonic? You never heard of yeah, Sonic. Yeah, Sonic is uh it's some American thing. I don't think they have it in Canada, but it's like, yeah, like some of these on this list are so expensive. Like like Wendy's is like two million to three and a half million to open. Have you ever had Wendy's? Uh no, Paul Haslam told me it's not good. So I just didn't bother. No, it's not good at all. Well, who, who um, in their right mind would pay two million to three and a half million, assuming US, to set up one of these? <laughs> yeah. Set up a shitty Wendy's. Um, people do it, man. I've like, there's like some streets. Yeah, there's quite uh, a few of them around. But like even new ones. Like there's one yeah. kind of where I go for a walk on lunch. Uh, what's the Canadian for A and W? I think it's Canadian. Um, yeah a and w shit as well i've only had it once yeah their uh, onion rings are pretty fire though but oh maybe like onion rings are rarely bad but i remember having it once over here and i was like fuck i'd rather fast holy fuck (laughs) it's bad i'm looking at this list here domino's is the third cheapest dude i would 100 percent open a domino's for 120 to 460k i guess that depends on location but for being the third cheapest on this list, Domino's is sick. Even when like, yeah. like a lot of other stuff on this like list, it's it's actually like I would prefer not to eat it. Some of it, but like Domino's is like pizza. So even when Domino's isn't great, it's still pretty good, you know. Yeah, and isn't it funny how the higher end of the Domino's is the lower end of a Pizza Hut? Pizza Hut's three sixty yeah. to two million. Domino's is 120 to like 500k or 460. Yeah. But like, who the hell eats Pizza Hut? Yeah. Fuck Pizza Hut. I've never. I, had I remember pizza having. Hut before. I've had Pizza you know? Hut once when I was probably six or seven, 
and it was the only time I remember it being good. Every time I had it after that, it was so shit. And like, I can't ever remember ordering Pizza Hut. I remember getting Pizza Hut. Do you know you know the square, obviously? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, there was a sit down restaurant, Pizza Hut in the square. And I remember going when I was like super young and it was Mom, like, can I get pizza? Can I get pizza? Yeah. So I remember it was like, it was good there. And that was like the better part of 20 years ago. I don't remember yeah. ever it being good since. I think like I maybe got it once when I was in like town as a teenager um, in like the buffet thing. But then it's like, you're just like, it's like five euro for like all you can eat pizza. So, I mean, they kind of got me on the value at that point. But I think even then it's like not, not great. But yeah, Domino's is way better than, uh, than Pizza Hut. Whoever's getting Pizza Hut over Domino's, you got to really check yourself. Yeah, they're like the Pepsi people over Coke. Yeah, like, yeah. Who owns you? <laughs> um, I don't know what that even means. <laughs> uh, no, I it think sounds it like something that... an Irish person would say. Yeah, I think uh, oh, I think it was something with the local lads in, in Selbridge. Shout out to the local boys. Just, I don't know. I think it was just some funny thing that we were saying one time. Do you no think the lads in Selbridge have computers? Probably not, no. Like, would they be able to listen to this? <laughs> no. I mean, if they do listen to it, shout out the boys. Um, shout out the Selbridge boys. Do you ever talk to the boys in Selbridge? It's kind how's, of like how's that. COVID in Selbo? Uh, don't know really. I'd say it's kind of like where it is most places really, just still there, but people know that they can't hang out and stuff. Mm. But I'm at that kind of like you know, it's like oh, you've been meaning to like have a chat, have a catch up with like so many different people, and you just like never ends up happening. Firstly, the time yeah. difference, and then secondly, if it's the time difference that's on the weekend, like if I'm like hungover or whatever, it's like oh. You know, it's always a tough one to just call and, you know, rekindle the, the relationships. But, yeah, I think it's almost like having not gone back for Christmas. You just feel like, oh, you need to do it a bit more, you know, chat with people or whatever. But, I don't know, everyone's busy doing doing things themselves, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, aside from the people of Selbridge, they just sit on their thumb all day. <laughs> yeah, they do have pretty sore thumbs yeah yeah no i'm just messing yeah i'm sure all the all the boys at home do be busy i'm kind of the same i talk to some people regularly enough and then others i like haven't talked to really in months um but yeah i understand ireland is still pretty fucked uh covid wise and there's not a whole lot to do yeah yeah so that's qsrs uh anyone Quick who knows restaurants. yeah anyone who knows more about them ever wants anyone to help out with starting up one let me know if you were going to start one up what would it be uh i mean i have obviously you have to like it so that you could get it once in a blue moon probably dominoes i'd say or yeah no probably dominoes do you want to start one i mean the way i view it is a pretty good investment opportunity if you get chick-fil-a 10k Get get ten k together, little bank loan, little hey, how are you? Get it rocking, because yeah. they're just such. Uh, I mean, I, this is why I'm interested, but I don't know too much about it. I know they obviously got <laughs> the costs involved. I just thought of something really funny. Do you remember? Sorry to cut you off. Do you remember uh, 
when COVID just started, I remember me and you got Domino's literally. It'll probably be about this time. Yeah, of year I, I ago. was gonna I was gonna mention that, but then I didn't want to, you know, have no, Domino's. no, no. Let's let's mention it. This is another <laughs> hypothetical story. The hypothetical yeah. story last week, someone DM me that they thought it was it was their favorite part of the podcast. So <laughs> we're gonna include some hypothetical stories every week now. So hypothetically, a year ago when COVID started, um Sean we were and hypothetically I were, drinking. Yeah, we were hypothetically the thing. Yeah, yeah. Hypothetically joking about COVID in a bar right before they closed all of the bars, ordering Corona, thinking it was hilarious. <laughs> Who's laughing now? <laughs> um, but anyway, so at the end of the night, we went to go get uh, hypothetically went to go get drunk food as you do. Um, there's also hypothetically on a Tuesday as well. Not it wasn't the weekend. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like I feel like it was a Thursday, but yeah, I'll I'll let you have it. Um, and I remember we went to Domino's. There's a Domino's right beside the uh, place that we were both living at the time, where I actually still live. Don't want to tell people where I live, but it's near a Domino's. Um, and then I remember like we. This was actually more me had an issue with it at the start, but then we were both hypothetically pretty drunk. So then we just started getting real mouthy with the staff. And it was because they like weren't weren't wearing gloves. And like there was like COVID had just started. Like people didn't know how COVID worked at this point. So like when I saw the guy hypothetically rolling my dough with no gloves on, I was like, or a mask. what the what the fuck yeah or a mask just like coughing all over it was like hey man what are you doing put some gloves on and he's like oh people like in dominoes we never wear gloves i'm like well if a global <laughs> pandemic just started now's probably a good time to think about it and he and, started uh, getting hypothetically very annoyed as well saying yeah, like, hypothetically him, if you didn't want the pizza you can hypothetically go hypothetically yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like, like oh take it easy remember man he got back up from like hypothetically from like one of his boys and like as if i care about his kitchen staff coming up with the to be the second voice here on the call i don't give a fuck put some gloves on bro yeah so uh i mean pretty good segue <laughs> into why i think so uh, dominoes would be be the best choice yeah out of all um before we move well, on to the last topic here because the last topic is like autonomous insert product type here dude as soon as they figure out autonomous dominoes or i know there's a couple of companies working in that space but they haven't really cracked the unit economics but just like robot run pizzerias and shit that's going to be cool that can't be that far off yeah i definitely know there's a, a robot delivery service there's like a little pink thing that does like last mile delivery i don't know if it's food i wouldn't think it's food because the thing's so slow but i often see it from where i'm where i'm my condo now just like going down the road i think it's just literally called the little red or little pink truck or something really random like that yeah yeah i'll have to get the name i don't know i looked them up before and they've got like no followers on instagram but yet they're just like driving a little autonomous uh robot car thing around the city i'm like why doesn't everybody know about this um only on the are you sure this is real or are you just hallucinating again little yeah. pink cars driving around the city delivering things and you can't yeah. find a trace of them online no you can it's just that like they don't have that much traction like nobody oh. i mean you didn't know about it it's not on six buzz or any other big thing you know yeah so. i just googling it here on my phone try and find out what they're or send me the link we'll do a little deep dive on it next time 
Yeah. Um, I have it here. It's called Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah, Let's meet pull Jeffrey, Jeffrey the little up here. pink robot delivering food in Toronto. Meet Jeffrey. Tinymile.ca is what it's called. What's it called? <laughs> Tinymile.ca. Tinymile. I just Googled Tony Miles is the first autocorrect. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> Tony I, don't Miles. A, I don't give a fuck about you, Tony. Tiny Mile, startup based in Toronto, Canada. We help small businesses with affordable delivery at time where it's more needed than ever. Well, I could fix their fucking meta description to begin with. Um, yeah, they've got no similar web traffic, so they're not that big. But cool looking yoke, though. Yeah. It's funny because it's pink and it just yeah. drives around. Yo, this is actually really cool. How are they yeah. not crushing it right now? Exactly. It's Let's exact, look at their uh... LinkedIn here. 15 employees. Um, when did they start? Uh... Yo, if it's a Toronto company, the founder is Ignacio Tartavul. I'm probably butchering that name. We should uh, reach probably. out to him and get him on. Yeah. Oh, hold on. This guy used to be an autonomous engineer at Uber right before this. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> now he's a CEO. <laughs> yeah, that's like... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, yeah, I don't, don't know say about it. that. Don't say it. Yeah, I know where you're going. Don't say it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but uh, yeah, we should try to uh, reach out to him, get him on here. Be like, hey, we want to learn more about your, your Hey, we've got a really massive here. reach podcast that we want <laughs> to yeah. interact with your ideal customer that are based in Ireland. What do you say? Um, no, just tell him we have a huge Toronto listenership. I mean, it is probably our second most listened demographic. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, this seems like a cool company, though. I'm surprised they're not crushing it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just in uh, stealth mode. Yeah. Oh, uh, I remember you would tell me about like your calls at um, Google and stuff, and people would be like, "Oh, we're actually like still in stealth." And then it's just like when people say that on a call, like you, what a person says is we're still in stealth. What a BDR who's qualifying you hears is just like no revenue and just write a big x in salesforce <laughs> yeah yeah it's how funny you how you... that though <laughs> oh so true it's funny when you pick up so many red flags like yeah, yeah, yeah. we could do a whole thing on that like uh, sales thing on... like red flags and stuff red flags yeah that would be pretty funny actually just do like a you know a one sentence one phrase what this really means is yeah, yeah, yeah. can you think of some other good example i just remember you telling me that one i'm not before. interested I found it so funny what that means is they might be interested they responded to your email try flip it into a call yeah 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 that means or like they're a dog trying company. to weed out the people who give up too easy <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah i got a funny one for uh for that local uh, company that I'm helping out with in, in era. And the oh, guy yeah? was like, this is inappropriate. Please stop. I sent the <laughs> alien, the abducted alien email 
and the guy was an accountant, so he obviously oh didn't God. really, uh, you know, didn't really sway with the vibe. Yeah, too much. yeah, yeah. Um, kind of missed the message market fit there with the audience, but it happens. Uh, got loads of responses, like tons from it. So he was yeah. just a once-off, I think. You know, when you're trying to find your your right POC or contact at the account, so you can just spam. That was kind of what the exercise was. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm trying to think of some other funny salesisms. Um, oh, I remember you said this at Google. We're kind of more focused on organic right now. <laughs> yeah, AKA. Well, no, no budget, money. like not willing to spend. Yeah, we're Cheap. like real grassroots. Okay, cool. Like what else do you guys plan on doing? Just social media, uh, social uh great uh do you guys plan on like you know being a real business or are you guys plan on being a social club like <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to think yeah. of uh some ones like growth genius that i used to get when i was at bdr like it would be like oh we do this in-house but like that that could actually just mean they do it in-house um i don't know there actually probably was like real funny ones but oh it'd be like uh like who's your ideal customer and they'd be like oh well you know it depends and then it's like no idea who the real customer is <laughs> oh well like uh, we're pretty pretty versatile product <laughs> we're very vertical agnostic <laughs> no product market fit <laughs> so don't how know many customers what they're do doing right now mostly mostly under nda no customers <laughs> Yeah, they were. That was always the funniest one as well. Was the NDA people? Some people think they're building a spaceship or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They like have like a new consumer good that's gonna tackle the market. It's just like, okay, you're not building a rocket ship, and you don't know anyone that will, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I remember actually when Optimize Outbound was like barely even starting. This is like last June, I think. Like like my our company whatever the company i founded and like some guy i like met in some slack community or something he wanted help with outbound he just posted that he needed help so i like dm'd him and then set up a call or whatever and it was like some uh cyber security thing. Like, it would never work for outbound but even to hop on a demo he was like or an intro call he was like oh i need you to sign this uh mnda and i was like oh, i'm not taking mdma what do you mean and uh, then, uh, uh, like, obviously, he's like, I saw that you talking like a mutual non-disclosure agreement. I was like, what the? I didn't even know what that fucking even meant at the time. I was like, what am I signing here? But like, I've, I'm still connected with the guy. He hasn't launched his company yet. <laughs> and he had a full legal document. It's like, what do some of these people do? Focus more on the legalities before even like getting a, a customer or a product or I don't know. I think it's just a classic their idea is like so revolutionary that they can't share with anyone and then their idea ends up not materializing into anything because they don't execute and they spend way too much time doing yeah shit like that yeah pretty much yeah um yeah anyway last last topic here kind of went on a little round the world hypothetical story there funny though it actually made me cheered me up it was laugh laugh central um yeah uh, oh autonomous. yeah this uh oh try to like use the link and it just like didn't work but autonomous 
good segue from our little friend Jeffrey there. What was it called? Tinymile.ai. Segue yeah. straight into Meet Grays. He is a autonomous commercial lawnmower, or for anyone in Ireland, I guess we call it just a mower, don't we? Uh, grass cutter. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. I actually, don't. I don't know. Like, you know what? what it's called? The mower. Yeah. Have um, we been over here so long that we forget what we call? Oh man, it's been a while. But Fuck. the name, it does exactly what it says in the tin. <laughs> a robot grass mower but i think the big thing here that i think was really cool was that it's disrupting at least from their website a hundred billion dollar market because i think they're a little bit far off on the residential use but the commercial use is where they're going to make the biggest impact think about all those people who spend so long mowing lawns of golf courses like that's i all was just going to say my uh my uncle is the head greenkeeper of Port Marnock. Should they Port Marnock. The... Port Marnock. <laughs> I think my dad used to play there. I don't know if yeah. he still plays there. A little bit of a golf club slut these days, so he is. I'd say you're using the term <laughs> play pretty loosely there. Yeah. I mean, you actually can't play these days because it's all yeah. closed. But I think he was at Port Marnock. I know they got... I don't know. I think they got two courses out there, the links yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, he was the links, I think. Um, but uh yeah. yeah, like should they do be cutting the grass like every fucking <laughs> 10 minutes or something? I don't know. Like they, yeah, they cut the grass do. a lot. Yeah. So like, yeah, um, good use case for our friends at Gray's mowing. Um, but the cool thing about it as well is that they're doing some like a crowdfunding kind of uh you know initiative or at least People like me can sign up and buy. Um, not that I would, but they're using this thing called Start Engine. And I was like, what the hell is Start Engine? And it just sounds like the exact same as the uh, Carta. Yeah, I know. It sounds more like Carta.ai. Like when I click back on or whatever, not that AI, I don't know what it is, dot whatever. Um, when I click back, oh, yeah, it's got yeah. that fella, Kevin O'Leary. Mm. Um. So yeah, actually, maybe it is more of a crowdfunding, but um, yeah, so much, so much autonomous stuff. Like I even does on their homepage, and I'm kind of rambling a bit here. There's a fully autonomous security robot. Like, yeah, what? I'm looking at it. If you, yeah, if you break in, it's just gonna be a little robot like chasing you around. Thing just fucking kills you. <laughs> Thing just like <laughs> swipes out a blade and then just goes straight at your ankles, like cuts the back of your. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Your ankle, you're just Thing like just starts pulling you with Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um uh, there's a drone yeah, on this, this company... thing as well. Like a little fuck man. The robots are coming in hot, aren't they? They're coming in yeah, fast. Like, like remember like three years ago, like the whole internet of things was really becoming like a trend or it was kind of in trend more. Obviously now it's kind of like everything combined. This with the robots ain't gonna be too dandy if uh, we get on the wrong side of them. Yeah, you know. I guess just don't get on the wrong side of your robot. You know. Yeah, like I have my first venture into robots was obviously this robot vacuum cleaner. Imagine that thing just decides one day it doesn't like me anymore, just starts pumping me with lead. 
Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I think that's all she wrote for today. Aside of uh, all of the delusional and interesting stuff we talked about. Yeah. Um, anything else that was uh, top of mind for this week that we talked about? Uh, no, last last thing. This is just like a cool random thing that I uh, I came across in the last week or so. It's called a uh, mailman dot something mailman dot ai or could be mailman dot something i don't know but it's a really cool tool what it does is uh it staggers or mailman hq.com it staggers your emails to get delivered throughout the day at only certain times so like it'll deliver all your emails at like 8 a.m then 12 30 then 4 30 and like it doesn't deliver anything between those increments. So like you get all of them at once, you process all your email, reply to everyone, blah, blah, whatever. And you have peace for four hours. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's nice. And is that emails that you're getting and sending or just getting? Just getting, just getting. Yeah, they got some uh, kind of a weird flex. They've got superhuman as a client. Yeah, Stripe, kinda... Webflow, Google, Superhuman, Dribble, uh, Lyft. That's a Canadian company. Yeah. I'd say our boy Andrew's behind this one. Uh, it's got Dribble, Webflow. Doesn't he have a part in Webflow? Or maybe it's just no, Dribble. No, I don't ball. think so. But um, yeah, I really, uh, I really like it so far. Yeah, you rate it? Yeah, well, you know me. I love like just turning notifications off in general. Um. So I like it. Yeah. How many? I just it looks like hate the Twitch to logo. Huh? The mailman down the bottom of the site. It looks like the Twitch logo. Hmm. Yeah. Good color. Yeah. Like a little like... bit, I guess. No, it's like the same thing. Or, I mean, hopefully not for their sake. Amazon come. Bye. Ah, yeah. I guess just the same color tone, really. It's facing mm. the other way. Yeah, yeah. Legends. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, you've got so many of these little, little, little tools in your little dirty toolbox that you just pull out. What else? Yeah. What else are you? Uh, what else is on your Chrome extension taskbar thing? Oh, my Chrome extension taskbar is growing, growing by the day. Um, I Do you have Chrome this... extensions to manage your Chrome extensions yet? Not yet. That would be pretty meta. But uh, no, I don't have that yet. Um, although I am looking for someone to build me a Google Sheets add-on so I can drag and drop CSVs for import if anyone... No, there's <laughs> literally no one with like a high enough IQ that listens to this to build that. But um, yeah, like, yeah, that doesn't exist. Yeah, I saw you posted exist. that as well. How come the import as file doesn't work? It does work, but that's like 10 clicks. Right. True. And like yeah. today I was doing a repetitive thing where I had to like drag like 20 spreadsheets into a thing. That's like 20 times 10 clicks. That's 200 clicks. That's like 200 clicks. I'm never going to get back. And like, how is that just not in Google Sheets by default? It's so it's like so simple. Drag and drop, you know? <laughs> I mean, they got the drag and drop image on pretty well. So yeah. In Sheets? I don't know. No, I think like in like, you know, most 
uses of it you just drag and drop like a photo into like LinkedIn. oh yeah yeah like you're just used to doing it and like when you drag and drop a csv from your downloads bar into google sheets you just yeah. download it again it's like uh, like like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> who, wanted, who wants to do that you know? yeah yeah it's true anyone so, out there um, that knows how to do it hit our boy liam up yeah yeah all right i've tapped tapped a couple of people to go do it but yeah <laughs> that's uh let's wrap this up that's a wrap you're out of here peace but yeah